With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Rams Up, your weekly Los Angeles Rams podcast. We get into other SoCal sports news of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. We are a member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome, Ram fans. This is a special edition of Rams Up, your weekly L.A. Rams podcast. Normally, as you know, we drop early Monday morning. Wanted to get this special Thursday morning episode out because the Rams have announced their 53-man roster and 14 of their 16 practice squad slots have already been filled as I speak. Things may have already changed by the time you hear this. It's kind of interesting, though. The Rams actually, at this moment, have a 55-man roster. They have the 53 that they have posted and shared. They also have two guys, Coleman Shelton and Johnny Hecker, on the COVID list. And as Sean McVay said, those two will be returning and will be on the act of 53, which means two guys will be leaving the roster. Two guys will be leaving the act of 53. And I think we know who they are. Tremaine Ankrum will be going on short-term IR, as will Okoronko, the outside linebacker. So Shelton comes on board to fortify the offensive line, and Ankrum goes on short-term IR, most likely, and 
Okoronko comes on board and Hecker comes back and we lose one of our outside linebackers, but we actually have five now. So that would bring us down to a more normal number of four. The question is, is what happens when Ankrum and Okoronko come back? There will be some changes in this 53-man roster, and I have some suspicions who it might be, but we'll get to that later. So we're going to walk through this 53-man roster. Let me say that again. We're going to walk through this 55-man roster, 53 plus the two players on the COVID list. We'll talk about the surprises, the weaknesses, and the strengths of this roster, and we'll start with the offense. Now, we ended up with three quarterbacks, which surprised me. As you know, I was pretty strong in my opinion that Bryce Perkins should not be on this roster, but he is. Matthew Stafford, John Wolford, and Bryce Perkins. I'm not sure why he's on this roster unless they're going to have some red zone plays designed specifically for him, but that means he would have to be on the act of 48, which to me does not sound likely. So, be honest with you, I think Bryce Perkins' spot on this roster is still at risk. But for now, kudos to Bryce Perkins for making the team. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And on this one, I was wrong. McVay surprised me by keeping three quarterbacks. So Perkins is in. We had the three running backs we all expected. Daryl Henderson, Jake Funk, and Sony Michelle. No Xavier Jones. That injury did not help. And we had the four tight ends, as I expected, as I predicted. Tyler Higbee, Johnny Munt. Bryson Hopkins, and Jacob Harris. What's interesting about the tight ends is I think Bryson Hopkins was the number three tight end all along. Based on McVay's comments, they see Jacob Harris as a special team slash weapon. It seemed like even McVay was uncertain whether he was going to be a tight end or a wide receiver. I think the preseason was used just to experiment with Harris and see what his strengths were and where he might be able to contribute outside of just special teams. So those were we expected. Wide receivers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Deshaun Jackson, Van Jefferson, and Tutu Atwell. Those are the five I predicted. I also thought they were going to keep Christian Jackson. I did not know Ben Scourneck was going to be fit and ready to play. Apparently he is, and apparently the Rams liked him a lot more than I knew. And Tristan Jackson, interestingly, was not even part of that practice squad. The initial practice squad, no sign of Tristan Jackson. That really surprised me. So I had him on the roster, and now he's not even on the practice squad. So another one, call myself wrong on that one. If I had known how much the Rams thought of Ben Skowronek and the fact that he was a seventh-round pick, maybe that should have clued me in. Offensive line, we all knew the starters, Brian Allen, Austin Corbett, David Edwards, Andrew Whitworth, and Rob Havenstein. I also predicted Joseph Noteboom, Tremaine Ankrum, and Bobby Evans. The one I got flat out wrong was Chandler Brewer over Coleman Shelton. be honest with you, I think I get those guys mixed up. But shame on me. I should have known it was going to be Coleman Shelton. I didn't give that one as much thought as I should have. Shelton... I remember the Rams spoke very highly all last year, and they felt like he was going to be an extra draft pick coming back this year. So again, should have saw that coming. My bad, though. And of course, Alaric Jackson also made the team. So they're carrying 10 offensive linemen, if you count 
Coleman Shelton on the COVID list. And that's pretty odd for a McVay-Sneed roster. And then there's Matt Gay, the kicker. Got that one right, of course. That wasn't too difficult. So that's the offensive side of the ball. Got a few wrong there, but overall I thought I did pretty good. And I think this roster stacks up really well. We'll talk about overall roster weaknesses and strengths at the end here. Next up, we're going to talk about the defense. Okay, you have my thoughts on that offensive roster. Let's go through this defense. Let's start with the long snapper, Matthew Orzek. Kind of saw that one coming, huh? And the punter, I actually thought they were going to keep Corey and ship Johnny off or perhaps just outright cut him. So to my surprise, they keep Johnny. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. He's a future Hall of Famer, and I really am glad he's staying. I just thought Corey has the better leg at this point. So another miss by me on that one. But but I'm comfortable with our special teams. We're going to have the same holder, at least, and the same punter, Matthew Gay, returning, and a new long snapper, Matthew Orzek. The defensive backs came down pretty much like what I thought, except for one correction. We knew Jordan Fuller, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams, David Long, Taylor Rapp, Terrell Burgess, Robert Rochelle, Nick Scott. We all knew they were going to be on this team. The question was, they're going to add another cornerback and another safety, right? Or maybe just one or the other. But they ended up carrying 10. My thought process was this. They would either add J.J. Hughes or J.R. Reed. I leaned on J.J. Hughes. And they'd either take Kareem Orr or Dante Dion as the last cornerback. And I thought they'd take Kareem Orr. To my surprise, they actually took both of the safeties, J.J. Hughes and J.R. Reed. And I suspect this is just a case of picking the two best football players because I think Hughes and Reed both had very, very good preseasons. I thought Orr did too, but nonetheless, the Rams carried 10 defensive backs, but only four cornerbacks and six safeties. But I think what you have to remember is the Rams will run defenses where they have one less linebacker and an extra safety on the field anyways. So I'm not too concerned about this this four cornerback, six safety configuration, but I was a little surprised. Defensive line went down something like this. Uh, six of the guys I thought would make it did indeed make it. Sebastian Joseph Day, Greg Gaines, Ashan Robinson, Bobby Brown, Aaron Donald, and Michael Hoyt. Welcome to the team, Michael Hoyt. He looks promising. As someone said, he's the Morgan Fox replacement. I also thought Marquise Copeland would make the team. He did not. However, Jonah Williams did. I kind of had a toss-up between those two. Rams obviously liked Jonah Williams a little bit more. I did not see Ernest Brown not making this roster. And he is now on our practice squad. You know, McVay made a comment a few days ago that he was going to go heavy on the defensive line. And they do indeed have one extra guy. Instead of six, they have seven. So I think that unit is very strong. McVeigh actually made a comment that he thought the defensive line 
the interior defensive line specifically might be our deepest unit, so that's good to hear. He must think a lot of Bobby Brown and Greg Gaines playing behind these starters. Inside linebackers, pretty much as we expected, Kenny Young, Ernest Jones, Troy Reeder, and Travan Howard. I picked Howard over Kaiser, and that's indeed how it played out. Micah Kaiser is now on our practice squad, and you could tell in that press conference the other day, Sean McVay thinks a lot of Micah Kaiser, and I think he's very happy to have him in the locker room in any capacity. Outside linebacker, we actually carried an extra guy there. Okoronko, of course, will likely be going on IR, but for now it's Okoronko, Justin Hollins, Leonard Floyd, Chris Garrett, and Terrell Lewis, who I thought might get released or put on IR. It was so hard to get a read on how they were feeling about his knee. He played a little bit against Denver. I didn't see him really do much, but the Rams must be feeling better about his knee, keeping him on the roster, unless they make a move with him as well in the next few days, but I think he's here to stay. Very promising guy. He just needs to get that knee well. So that's the defense. Got a few wrong there, a few little surprises. A couple guys getting cut that we didn't see coming. In a moment, we'll come back and do an overall review of this roster, weak spots, strong spots, and what questions remain. up on the pigskin podcast network okay let's wrap this up the rams 53 man roster plus two it's really 55 as far as i'm concerned so are there any units that worry me the most well i'd have to say special teams is still a little bit of a concern in my mind gay seems like he's good but is he great Is he a guy that can be counted on in the clutch? Can he hit 50-plus yarders or even 45-plus yarders on a regular basis? In my mind, that remains to be seen. Can Johnny bounce back from what I consider to be a mediocre year last year? And is Orzek a reliable snapper? That's what will have me on edge the most in this early part of the season. I do feel good about our punt returning. I think 2-2 is going to be electric. But I don't know who our kick returner is. I have no clue. And I think there may be a surprise coming in that regard. I'm not convinced our kick returner is on the roster. And that's why I think there may be a player or two on this roster who may not be there in a week. I do kind of dread bringing in a new kick returner with no preseason action on our team, throwing him out there on Sunday night. That concerns me a little bit. Of course, the Rams only returned 25 kicks last year, so maybe we're overthinking this. Maybe we just cross our fingers and hope the other team kicks it out of the back of the end zone. Is there another unit that's a little worrisome? I'd have to say cornerbacks. Darius Williams and Jalen Ramsey might be one of the best combos in the league. 
backing them up and or playing the slot. David Long, his first time as a full-time starter as a slot corner. And Robert Rochelle, an untested rookie. And that's it. Someone gets dinged up even for a game or two. I, I don't know. What do we do? We have to add someone, right? I'm sure Sean will figure it out. What units are rock solid? Well, the defensive line. If you heard what McVeigh said in that press conference, as I mentioned earlier, trust in McVeigh. He thinks it might be the deepest and most talented unit on the team. I'll roll with Sean McVeigh on that. And our safeties, my God, what a group we have. You look at the last two to make the roster, J.J. Hughes and J.R. Reed. From what I saw during the preseason, these two guys are players. And then those other four, Rapp, Fuller, Burgess, Nick Scott, were super deep there, super talented, and very young. Our offensive line, got to feel good about that. Nine plus one, ten guys when Coleman Shelton comes back from the COVID list. Our front five are decent enough. And we have some guys waiting in the wings to fill in if needed that we feel pretty good about. I don't know if this offensive line is a great unit, but it's pretty darn good and really deep. What about the other units? I'm okay with our edge rushers, but there's some injury concerns with Okoronko and Terrell Lewis. Chris Garrett, got to be really excited about him. Our inside linebackers looked improved, but do they have any splash players? That remains to be seen. But I think with Ernest Jones on board and Trevan Howard healthy, Kenny Young and Troy Reader proved that they're solid. So that unit's good. I don't know if it's a unit to get extremely excited about yet, but hopefully they'll change our mind. The other units, I'm okay with our running backs. Hopefully Sony and Michelle will deliver. Daryl Henderson can be really explosive. Just need him to stay healthy. And our quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, top 10 quarterback, John Wolford. Don't underestimate him. He can start in a pinch. And Bryce Perkins. So overall, very happy with this roster. I think there's still some changes coming, a couple of tweaks. They may have happened by the time you hear this. I'll run down the practice squad for you real quickly in alphabetical order. Wide receiver Landon Akers, running back Otis Anderson, tight end Kendall Blanton, tackle Chandler Brewer, defensive end Ernest Brown, defensive tackle Marquise Copeland, defensive back Dante Dion, guard Jeremiah Colon, wide receiver J.J. Koski, defensive back Kareem Orr, defensive back Tyler Hall, linebacker Micah Kaiser, linebacker Justin Lawler, and the international practice squad player. He He's a freebie as far as the count goes. Tackle Max Percher. And Eric Banks, I suspect one of the last cuts by the Rams, was picked up by the Chargers. His old defensive coordinator there, Brandon Staley, knows what he can do. Two other Rams joined other teams' practice squads. Christian Roseboom, the linebacker, jumped on the Kansas City Chiefs practice squad, and Troy Warner is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad. I was actually happy to see that. I was afraid he was going to get signed by the 49ers and share some intelligence with his brother, perhaps. I got my fearsome four questions for you, and these are my fearsome four roster questions, 
and I do not have the answers. Fearsome roster question one, who returns kicks? I have no idea. Quite simply, no clue. Fearsome roster question two, does Bryce Perkins stay on this 53-man roster? I'm still betting against him lasting two game one. Rams have two practice squad slots open. Could Perkins be replaced by a kick returner by opening day? Or some other unforeseen change? We'll see. Fearsome roster question three. When Oko comes back from short-term IR, do we lose one of those outside linebackers currently on the roster? Are the Rams using these three weeks to evaluate Terrell Lewis's health, perhaps? Just guessing here. Would kind of line up, kind of make sense. Are they going to really carry five outside linebackers through the whole season? Maybe they will because some of these guys are so dinged up or seem to continually get dinged up. But that's something to monitor, in my opinion. Fearsome roster question four, and I think we have our answer. What is Jacob Harris? And apparently he's going to be a special teams dynamo. That's why they drafted him. That was the primary reason they grabbed him when they did. And anything else he brings to the table, apparently, will be frosting on the cake. If you saw Sean McVay's press conference, I don't think he even knows yet. He's still trying to figure out, is Harris a tight end or a wide receiver? And that's why we saw Harris getting trotted out there in special situations, mostly in the red zone, to see what he offers and see what he can bring. But what is he? He's a special teams guy. Stand by for further developments. So that's my review of the Rams roster, this initial 53 plus 2 roster. It'll be interesting to see what happens between now and that opener. There will be some changes, I guarantee you. Is it just those two guys coming back from COVID and the other two, Ankram and Akaranko, going on short-term IR? Are there other changes as well that we can expect? Stand by. We'll have our weekly drop next Monday morning. We'll be providing a preview of that bear game, a roster update, I'm sure, our power rankings, our week one picks, and we also have our playoff predictions all the way through to the Super Bowl. So that's a lot of fun. Please give it a listen. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach out to us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at laramsup.com. And please don't forget, subscribe and give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And don't forget, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.